0: In this new podcast series, I will be talking to visionaries, creatives, healers, teachers, educators, and guides all around the globe. I'm so excited to share with you chats that I've had with these amazing people who are showing up in the world and helping people to shine their light helping people to create their own journeys and to, you know, move forward in a positive manner. My intention for creating this new series where I talk to these amazing people was that I wanted to showcase other people that are in the world that are supporting women, are supporting humans are helping who are guiding and you know offering different healing modalities mindfulness, mindfulness techniques for parents and children and and everyone alike i wanted to showcase um, and open up dialogue around spirituality and healing modalities i wanted to just have conversation that flowed, conversation that was um, informative and that everybody could get something out of. And myself included in these interviews or these episodes that we, you know, and these chats that I've had with these people um, has opened up so much to me so I can only imagine what it's going to do for you guys. Um, So I am so excited to announce this new series and I absolutely hope you love it as much as I do. So let's get into today's episode. In today's episode I sat down with Emma Probasco and had a chat with her on all things bow and prize babe she shared with us a lot about the circle of life and quantum physics and just how she has grown and her business has changed since she started out and it's just a really lovely insight into um, the entrepreneur world and Women supporting other women. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you and let's just jump on in. This episode is brought to you by Awaken. The goddess within an online immersion with a retreat attached if you so choose to do the retreat this immersion is for the woman who wants to reconnect to her soul essence who wants to untangle from the limiting beliefs the blocks the patterns the sabotaging behaviors This is for the woman who wants to awaken that goddess-like energy within her, who wants to tap into the feminine, the sacred feminine energy, who wants to become more aware of what she wants, what she needs, how she feels who wants to be part of a community, who wants to learn tools and techniques to take with her throughout her entire life, who wants to raise her vibration, to embody her soul essence, who she is at the core of her being. So if this sounds like you, if this sounds amazing to you, join us. We are enrolling now price is at an early bird price goes up on the 10th of february so get in quick grab your spot grab your retreat spot and join us for more information the link is in the show notes or you can message me at charwood at gmail.com
1: I'm so glad to have you with us today. Um, we've spoken briefly and I'm just really excited, you know, just to chat to you and get to know more about you and more about your business. Um, so I always just start out by asking my guests just to give us a bit of background on yourself and who you are, where you're from and the journey that's led you up to um, starting the Bow Empire's Babe.
2: Yes, I'm so excited to be here today, so thank you so much for having me oh,
1: My wow. journey
2: um, my journey starts back it's actually um a long time ago where I was um uh, still living in New England, and i actually i got married pretty young um I was just eighteen, and so I ended up in a really abusive relationship where I kind of um I ended up moving to Virginia and I was very isolated from everyone and really hit really negative depression or, uh, not negative, but negative feelings about myself and depression and chronic fatigue and anxiety and all kinds of physical ailments that I went to the doctor over and over. No one could figure out why I was 20, 21. And so, you know, falling apart basically, (laughs) um, and so I kind of took it on my own to figure out what I needed to do to, to make myself healthy again. I did not want to live my life getting worse and worse because I'm like, I'm getting older. It's not going to get any better than this unless I figure out how to take control of whatever's happening and accepting that I had depression and kind of getting the help that I needed for that and whatnot. So I started... I, well, I, I got divorced um, and I started going to school. I went to the local college here in Virginia, and that kind of snowballed into all of these opportunities. Once I started to take control of my life and not let things just happen to me, I started making forward momentum in, you know, learning and education and, and feeding my mind with positive things and, and um, going to classes and stuff. I uh, I'm actually not doing much of anything with the degree that I was originally going for, <laughs> um, but it it led me to um, begin a blog and start kind of talking about what I was going through, and that blog turned into you know joining some blogging Facebook groups, and seeing an awesome opportunity to join a group of women in what I now know as wellness and health coaching, which I had no idea what that was before, and so finding them. Opened up this whole new world for me, and it just has kind of grown ever since into Bo and Prize Babe, starting off as that little blog and now being a full blown career for me.
1: Yeah, which is beautiful that you can. I mean, do you find, you know, going through those hard things, do you find that they have actually given you lessons along the way and helping you to connect with probably your ideal client as well?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Everything that I've been through is giving me so much empathy for other people and for women, especially because I am a women's empowerment coach. I only work with women and it is when you've gone through everything. I mean, there's very, there's a, nobody's gone through everything, of course, but for the most part, if it's, you know, if it's a problem that somebody's been through in one of the main categories, I've been there. And, I have that empathy to respond to someone and understand where they're coming from and give that hope that, you know, I've been there too and it's not going to stay that way. This doesn't have to affect your life forever. You can use it in a healing way and then go out there and really make a difference. And I think coming at it from that point of view and being like, look, I've been there, I've done that. You know, I've suffered with that emotional damage and I've, a." let it help me heal others and I view it as something that's so um you know special because without it I don't know if I would be doing this. Um you know honestly.
1: (laughs) Yeah yeah I hear you on that. I think we're given our little life lessons to lead us to the path that we're supposed to be on and this is obviously what you're supposed to be doing and so, I mean, at the time, it's not great <laughs> when you're going yeah. through that. But, I mean, look at you now. Like, you're doing this and doing such a fulfilling thing. So do you want to explain a little bit about the Bowen Prize Babe?
2: Yeah. So there's many – Bowen Prize Babe is getting to be – it's almost like It's no longer really mine. It's taking a life of its own. It's kind of like I get all these really great ideas and then I go with them and just see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, I'm exactly
1: the same. (laughs) I just take action on everything.
2: (laughs) it It's literally just, um, I love to cook. I've always loved to cook. There was something that really connected me when I was, you know, a teenager, I would cook everything. It was a way for me to be creative with my hands. Um, And do things that maybe other people wouldn't necessarily do. So I would watch like Iron Chef and I would, I'd have my notebook and I'd be writing down all the different things that they'd be doing. And then I would actually go in the kitchen and try to do it. (laughs) And they're chefs, so they know what they're doing. I was just a teenager, but I was going to make it happen, at least figure it out. And and that kind of led me to just love cooking and doing creative things in the kitchen. So now I'm in culinary school (laughs) and I have a cooking show that's kind of, yeah, part of Bo and prize, babe is I have my YouTube channel with my cooking show on it. And then my culinary, virtual culinary cookbook, Called De la Ferme a la Table. So that's farm to table in French. Um, And that's a little piece of it that I kind of give to my audience. It's all free. I am, you know, have some ideas in the works for the future, but for now, that's a way for my audience to just get, for me to put out there something I just love to do and let other people enjoy it. Um, And then it's also, I'm a one on one coach. So I work directly with clients. And I work with women to just help them to reach their goals, to power through and find, you know, the positive in anything that they've been through, like we already talked about. And I help them to, you know, bust those blocks that they might be dealing with and figure out what they really love, what their dreams are, what their purpose is, their desires, and how to get there. Um, And then, of course, along with that, I have courses and blog that help you know is available as well so all that different stuff
1: (laughs) all the good stuff yeah (laughs) yes yep (laughs) so what would you say like the number one struggle is you know that clients are coming to you what is like a common theme that they're sort of coming to you with their biggest struggle
2: yeah Definitely. My clients have a lot of blocks in the form of things they should be doing and aren't doing and just can't seem to get there. Um, the, I should, or I try, or I want to is such a common phrase and it's such a, it's such a blocking phrase. You know, you're telling your mind, I want to, but I can't. And It's manifesting into reality, into my client's world. And I think that would be definitely number one is just whatever might be at the end of that sentence might be different, but the result, you know, is always the same. There's always something they're trying so hard to do, but just trying and trying and trying and never getting there. So I kind of get in there and try to work on whatever blocks might be happening, whatever, you know is preventing and making that try just constantly being a try and never an I did.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I find that too. Um, I actually did a post the other day about the word should like it is like terrible because it's sort of demeaning and making you feel like you're not doing good enough. Like I I should, I should, I should, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And so it kind of brings an unworthiness, I feel.
2: Yeah, I hate that word. I think it's yeah. a word that I wish we could just get rid of completely because it exactly. does, you're
1: right. It yeah. totally
2: does. It makes it so that, you know, the mental, you don't really think about it, but the, you know, what it's doing to your mind every time you say it and the association in your mind is creating these little pathways in your subconscious of, I'm, I mean, like you said, I'm either not worthy of it or I'm not capable of doing it. Yeah. And yeah. that's just not true.
1: No, that is not true. That's right. So you're a health coach as well. Um, you studied at I IIF, the Institute for Integrative um, Nutrition. Do you find that your coaching, it obviously goes beyond nutrition and health in the traditional form?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's very holistic and well integrative. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I absolutely I actually find that I focus very little on direct health I, I have most of my clients writing down basically you know what are you basically eating every week what how much water are you basically drinking nothing too crazy just a general food log I don't need to know how many almonds you ate just that you did eat almonds or whatever you know yeah and then when there are health Issues when there are health, you know, or diets or a desire to diet or not sticking to a diet, it never is actually the food that's the problem. So while I do focus on helping my clients eat healthier, it's very, very often that's not actually the problem and focus on trying to figure out what actually is the problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, I find that it's never about the food. Is it? It's always about the emotion or the mindset or that that sabotaging behavior, that pattern that just keeps recurring. So it's a lot deeper than than just what you're eating.
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, what do you think um, you have learned about yourself as you've you know evolved and grown <laughs> in business?
2: Yeah, I would say that all of the things that I've been through and been growing in my business I I really realized just how strong I am and how we all how strong we all are but I think when I first was younger and I think this is really common when I was a teenager and stuff I had very little self-worth and very I was very limited in what I felt I could achieve in life um or how I didn't think I was maybe that smart or or what have you and going through everything and being on this journey it's not easy to be an entrepreneur it's not easy to you know go out there and pave your own trail and try to figure out where you fit into this world and going through all of that including all of the stuff that I went through that led me to this path showed me that I can do anything (laughs) and really you know inspired me to to When something new comes up, when a new trial comes up, or or a new obstacle, instead of being scared of it, I'm like, okay, I can figure out how to do this, and nothing is gonna take me out. There's no way.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If if anything was gonna take me out, it would have happened already. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel you on that one. (laughs) It is. It is not easy, and people think, oh, you get to you know hang out at home and all that kind of thing, but it is. It is hard work and courageous work.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know it's, it's always frustrating for me when people don't view um, working on your own business, being a female entrepreneur or being a coach of any kind as a real business because it, it is, it's a true business and it's not sitting at home in your pajamas all day and eating snacks and watching movies. You know, I sit on my computer. Sometimes I'm still on my computer working and it's one o'clock in the morning. like you
1: know no I know and that's what I was going to say it feels like you know like people think that we've sort of got it easy but we probably actually work longer hours than you would ever have worked in a nine to five
2: yeah totally I think I've seen that quote circling around the internet and I think maybe it was Lori Grenier I'm not 100% sure that Entrepreneurs are the only people willing to work 80 hours a week so they don't have to work 40. <laughs> and it's so true. <laughs>
1: that is so true, isn't it? It's hilarious. <laughs> okay, so um I wanted to ask you. I I kind of noticed that you do a thing called Circle of Life. I'd love to know a lot more about that. What it is and um and how you implement it. I love my Circle of Life. This is a
2: training tool that I received from IIN, it was the biggest part of my training at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And I've kind of adapted it a little bit to make it my own. I haven't changed the circle, but just my way of approaching it and what I do with my clients. But at its foundation, it is 12 little pieces of the pie that, uh, well, together they represent your entire life. And what you're, what you do with that is you take a look at it and you decide, okay, From a one to a 10, how, you know, from one being very little to nothing good about this category in my life to a 10 being, I feel like I'm absolutely maximum, vibrantly healthy in this area. Where am I? So for your career, you know, is one of the pieces of the pie. Do you love your career? Do you feel satisfied by it? Is it paying your bills? You know, there's so many different things to think about, but in general, where are you in your career? Are you a five? Are you pretty happy? Are you a 10? Do you think it's the best thing ever? And you could never do anything else, you know, and then go around that circle and rate your every category. And then by looking at that, it's like a, a blueprint of what you need to work on in order to create the most vibrantly healthy life possible. And you can see exactly what you need to work on first, because what you need to work on first is either the category, I mean, it always depends, but either the category that's most lacking or the category that's gonna give you the confidence to tackle the rest, depending on where a client's at. But um, I recommend doing this snapshot review of your life every quarter or every four months or so, and finding a way to check in on a regular set basis. Like if you're doing your quarterly finances for your business, sit down and do your life you know, blueprint at the same time. So you can track your progress. The most exciting part is not seeing what you need to work on. It's looking back over the last year and seeing how far you've come. And that's why I love this tool so much because it's, it's right in front of you. It's something you can use to give yourself a boost of confidence to see exactly how far you've come
1: yeah and a lot of us forget to do that don't we we go like oh we're not here yet we're not there yet but the thing is you've probably come such a long way from where you started and yeah seeing that especially in that form like on paper like it's like oh wow yeah. i've come so far like it gives you the confidence to keep going i suppose
2: yeah absolutely i know at the end of the year we always spend you know, November, December, look back, what are you thankful for from the year? How far have you come over the year? And sometimes you sit there and you go, well, I didn't do this and I didn't do that and I didn't do this, I don't really know. Did did I go anywhere? Am I still in the same place I was last year? Maybe I didn't go anywhere. And this makes it so easy to see exactly, you know, a real reality check towards, you know, you actually did accomplish a lot. Even if it was just in one or two areas, there's major improvement in those areas that's a huge thing to be
1: proud of yeah yeah that's great so you also do uh, work with quantum physics and quantum shifts um being an energy healer and spiritual coach i'm super interested in this so do you want to like explain a little bit more about that
2: yeah so at its basic level um i believe And I work very closely with quantum shifting as far as quantum shifting into the version of you that you're trying to achieve. And I believe that you can condense that time down from, you know, it taking forever. Some people, you know, they think it's gonna take me a decade to become a millionaire or to become, you know, or it's gonna take me years to lose all the weight that I need to lose or whatever. And I believe very strongly that our mindset is 100% responsible for where we are now and where we're headed. And if we can actually use our mindset and make and positively, um, you know, rewrite our story in our mind, we can quantum shift into that version of ourselves that's already where we want to be. And like pull that version of us into our personal life and condense that time frame down to, and I strongly believe that's why you see people who've accomplished crazy feats. And they end up in magazines and they end up in, because, oh my gosh, you know, 30 under 30, you know, millionaires that made it from nothing to millionaires in a year or what have you. Um, And I strongly believe that that happens because of a quantum shift and those mindset shifts.
1: Yeah. So do you use that within your coaching or is this just something that you use yourself or?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I love to work on this with my clients. Um, There are many different tools you can use to kind of adjust this mindset, which I go into with my clients. One way that I absolutely love to kind of hack it into the mind Um, and really get deeply into the root of what's keeping us stuck and what's preventing us from shifting into that version of us that we want to be is mirror work. It's a tool that I use, um, with almost all of my clients and I teach them how to do it. And that's just standing in front of a mirror every morning and every night (laughs) and talking to yourself is so weird and it feels strange. And it's like, what, (laughs) But you're rewriting your negative stories in your mind with positive ones. And it's so, so powerful to look yourself in the eye when you do it. And it becomes so much, so much more real, so much faster when you're actually looking at yourself when you do it. So that's one of my main tools I would say for, for those subconscious shifts.
1: Yeah. I use mirror work too. I think it's amazing. And You know, everybody does feel very awkward to start with. (laughs) It's just like, oh, God, this is so weird. But I agree with you. It works so quickly because especially if you're doing it in the morning and at night, like it's just you. Like it might feel silly for the first week, say. But then, Mm. you know, as you just – and that's the same with anything, just being consistent.
2: Yeah, consistency is definitely key. And I think once the most exciting part for me about mirror work too, is yeah. just that, you know, excuse me, um, you begin to love talking to yourself in such a positive way. We're used to looking in the mirror. I hate my nose or I hate my arms or whatever. And instead of saying those negative low vibe thoughts in the mirror, you're looking at yourself and you get, you know, immediately you begin to look at yourself in the mirror and think positive thoughts and start to associate looking at yourself with positive, happy vibes. And that's such a special shift that I think is just incredible and I love it. Yeah,
1: yeah it is. And, and that energy shift is like um, paramount, I think, to you know, sort of moving into that kind of vibration. So that's fantastic. Um, do you think that your coaching has changed since you started? So when you first started out as your coaching, shifted to you know obviously as you learn and you grow um do you notice how it's changed yeah so
2: so much more um uh, I guess the word honest and authentic to myself now than I used to be not that I wasn't authentic but I I very closely and I think we all do this when we first learn how to do something I was sticking very closely to the quote unquote script, you know, the, you are offered a, you know, not so much a script, but these are the questions you ask, and this is how you do this. And this is the, how your program should look and things like that. Like, they're very helpful at IIN to break everything down for you. And you cling very tightly to that when you first get started, because you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. And it's very helpful as a blueprint to get you going and get you motivated to start instead of feeling fearful of not knowing what to do. But then after, you know, this amount of time I've learned how to adapt everything and make it very close to myself and what I love and what I think value or is valuable to my clients as opposed to just the, you know, generic blueprint of coaching style that I think I started out with.
1: Yeah. And I think people, Resonate a lot more, don't they? When you're just, you know, sharing your stories, or um, you know, sort of, because I, I tend to, and I don't know if it's the same with you, but you tend to attract people that are quite like yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you find that?
2: Absolutely, yeah. I don't think I've ever worked with someone that isn't going through something that I've already been through in the past, and yeah. they're just in a little bit further behind state of life than i am now basically
1: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly like yeah so it's funny how that i mean and that's why it's so nice to just be authentically yourself because then people that resonate with you obviously come to you and ask you to help them out which is good yeah absolutely i think yeah no you're right go no no it's okay go ahead (laughs) (laughs) so um i just want What what is like one takeaway piece of advice? Like if you just had like five minutes to give to a client, what is the one um, piece of advice that you would give to them?
2: I I think the most important thing that everybody needs to know is that you have everything you need and you're in complete control. And this is such a strange concept for people. We are not, our minds are not formulated to think this way in the world that we live in right now. And it's such a strange concept that I am completely in control of everything that's happening. And I love to kind of crack that open for people and be like, think about life as you being in the driver's seat. Life is never just happening to you you know, the things that are happening in your life are either learning lessons or they're things that have been, you know, manifested into your life via thoughts of the past or from the past. Um, Either way, you are completely in control of how you view what's happening right now, how you take control of your life right now, and where you choose to go from here, you know, and so that in combination with you deserve to have everything that you want. (laughs) So taking control of life right now and accepting that it's okay to dream and it's okay to dream really big and it's okay for you to desire anything that you desire. All of that's totally okay. And everything within you right now is gonna help you get there. There's nothing I can say or do that's going to give you this miraculous information that you could have never come up with on your own. All I do is help you connect to that part of you that has the answers that has been silenced for so long by people unintentionally, you know, saying, you know, oh, you'll never achieve that because of their own limiting beliefs or, you know, their own uh, different views of how the world works and whatnot, kind of silencing that part of you. It can, you can tap into that at any time and get what you want and go where you wanna go and take control of anything that's happening.
1: Yeah, well that's, <laughs> I think that would be just enough. <laughs> just <laughs> one piece of advice would be like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so Emma, where can we find you? Um. So
2: I am available, like I said, I have my little YouTube channel. You can find all of the links to my different places, like my blog I and mean, all of that on my website, and it's bowemprisebabe.com. Um, and from there, I have my Facebook and my Instagram and my YouTube channel. And those are, they're all pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. Facebook's Babe and Instagram's bow.emprise.babe, but pretty
1: much the same. Yeah,
2: I'll have Um, all the links in the show notes anyway so that people can find you, yeah. Yeah, so that's where I hang out and um, my evolution of my little cooking show is, it's going to be pretty crazy. It just started in January. Uh, Well, this is January. So it just started a couple weeks ago and to see where it's kind of headed is going to be so much fun. So if you take a look at it now, you'll get to see it when it's in its baby stages of, Development. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go and have a look. It sounds really good.
2: It's fun. It's inspired action, messy inspired action, I think is what they call it. It's by no means perfect, but I'm so excited to put it out there and just to see where it goes from here. I think it's gonna be pretty crazy. At the end of the year, I think we'll do that review of the first one to the last one at the end of the year, and it's gonna be like night and day. (laughs)
1: exactly like my daughter the other week she said to me mum you should listen to your very first podcast i went no thank you (laughs) (laughs) i think i'll be right (laughs) she just said like you know you could hear me going um uh all you know clearing my throat and yeah so it is interesting it's so good to be able to have that you know those things where you can look back and go wow like i've totally shifted or whatever so yeah So that's very exciting i'm gonna go over and have a look at that actually when we finish here so that'll be yeah i'll check that out and also i ask every single person at the end of the episode what does the phrase inner light mean to you oh i love that
2: phrase it's something that i think about uh, every day is expanding the inner light that I have within me out into the world. I think that's our gift to the world, the light that's inside of us. I think it's our connection to our higher self, our connection to our guides in the universe. However, that may take a form in spirituality of any way. And it's really our, you know, our deepest, um, gifts, to the world come from our inner light it's what we're passionate about and it's our purpose and then when we really tap into that and let it shine into the world i think it becomes something that's really special so i i love that your (laughs) podcast is called um the inner light i absolutely love that phrase
1: Thank you, and yeah, thanks for sharing that. I just, I really like to ask everybody, because I, I, I have a variation of, you know, every single person. I'm like, yes, that's what it is. That, to me, that's what it is. So it's, it's so beautiful, and yeah, I'm so excited about um, this episode and getting it out there and letting them see more in a light. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Oh, I just really appreciate being on here with you today. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much.